Entrepreneur on Fire 838. Every single day when you wake up, you need to make a decision to be excellent. If you're prepared to ignite, then EO Fire and the webinarcourse.com is your fuel. 10 days to amazing webinars. Ignite. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Robert Corey. Robert, are you prepared to ignite... I'm prepared. Yes. Robert was recently listed by Startup Australia as one of Australia's top 50 entrepreneurs. In the past 18 months, he has built a super responsive global online community of serious business owners. He almost broke the world record for most number of people on a webinar and has been featured extensively in the media, launched three best-selling books, and signed a reality TV show deal in Hollywood. And when I asked him, Fire Nation, if he had 25 minutes, he said, I have all day, John. I don't believe it, Robert. You are a man on a mission. Give Fire Nation a little more insight and then expound upon the biz. Sure. So I first started marketing when I was 16 years old and I was running a DJ business and I had a few gigs from people that knew me. I wanted to get a lot more gigs. So I decided to put an ad in the yellow pages. Cost me $1,000. And I worked out that I had to get four gigs to pay that $1,000 off. So I thought it's a worthwhile risk, even though it was a lot of money when I was 16 years old. So I ran the ad. Um, Within one week of putting the ad in Yellow Pages, somebody called me up and inquired about my services and actually paid me money, (laughs) which was pretty crazy. And then from there, I realized that marketing was pretty cool and I really like this and I want to expand and to learn more about it. So ever since then, I've been a dedicated student of marketing. I've had some great corporate jobs. I've been very successful in the corporate world straight after that. And then I realized after being successful in the corporate world that I wanted to run my own business. And so I I ran my own business, um, started things up, and I'll talk to you more about that in my worst entrepreneurial moment. (laughs) (laughs) Robert, we don't really mess around here, though, on Entrepreneur on Fire, and we're kind of unique for a lot of different ways. But one specific way that we are really unique is that we really focus on the story. You know, here you are, this incredibly successful entrepreneur, top 50 entrepreneurs in Australia. You know, you're being chased down by Hollywood. I mean, you're doing a lot of cool things. And a lot of times on other podcasts, which are amazing too, um, people are going to be like, I can't relate to this Robert guy. He's, you know, a flipping all-star. He's a rock star. And that's just not me, not now, not yet. You know, maybe next year I'll tune into this interview because I can learn something. But Robert, we can learn something today from your journey as an entrepreneur, from that boy at 16 years old who took out an ad in the yellow pages to, you know, now today where you're here on Entrepreneur on Fire on a podcast. So, Start with a devastating moment. Start with a disaster, as you put it, of what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. 
Yeah, it was probably the first business that I started after leaving the corporate world. So, you know, I was, like I said, I was very, very successful in the corporate world, had a very lucrative income. I won three overseas holidays in a row for just smashing all my targets Mm. out of the water. And so after that, I thought, you know what? I feel like a rabbit in a cage here. I need to start my own business. I'm a smart guy. I've got an MBA. I can do this. So I I went out um, on my own and I started a video business. This was five years ago. So I'd go to companies and I said, look, I'll, I'll make videos for you and we can put them on YouTube and online video is the new rage. Everybody likes online video. You need to do it and let, let's make it happen. Let me tell you, John, I've never worked so hard in 12 months <laughs> of my whole life. <laughs> I, I spoke to so many people and had so many sales calls and I, I've never, I was working all day, all night. Um, we were, my wife and I were working out of our home and our, we had a one bedroom apartment and we just all day and all night we just worked, and um, we we just didn't have any balance between family and and home life and business life, and um, it got to the stage after twelve months where I had to file my tax return, and I was just so engrossed in the business I wasn't even looking at the financials, and it turned out that whole year of work we made thirty thousand mm. um, dollars. It was just a disaster, <laughs> and you don't even want to work out that hourly wage, I'm sure. Oh, it'd be it'd be a lot less than McDonald's. <laughs> They would have done a lot better than I did that year. And then we looked at the next year coming up and we had no deals in the pipeline. We didn't know where our next dollar was coming from. And I just said to my wife, look, this is just too, I hate to give up, but I'm just saying this is just too hard. You know, coming from the corporate world where it was so easy and it was just so much better and so much more relaxing, I thought, you know, business shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be, I know, I know it's not meant to be easy, but it shouldn't be this hard. So we, we closed it down and um, I felt like a pretty, miserable failure because right. I was always a high achiever. Like I, I was always the top guy at school, you know, in, in the corporate world, I was the top achiever. I was just a person that always overachieved. And for me to actually recognize that this was a failure and all the things I did for the last 12 months was a waste of time, that was pretty hard for me. Robert, you use the phrase, you hated to give up. And Fire Nation, that's the attitude of so many entrepreneurs, and it can hurt us so much. You know, this stubbornness to succeed, this perseverance, despite all the odds, you know, because we've heard a couple of those stories, Robert, where that entrepreneur was about to give up, but, you know, they persevered, and boom, they struck gold, and now they're off, you know, running their multi-million dollar company, and... Sometimes we got to take a step back and we need to, you know, remember that great book by Seth Godin, The Dip, where he talks about, yeah, sometimes you got to get through the dip, but sometimes, you know, when you're in a flipping hole and you're digging, the only way to get out of that hole is to stop digging. And Robert, you were in a hole, my friend. And if you had continued past those 12 months, you would have been doing nothing except digging a deeper hole. And, you know, that's what I want Fire Nation to really absorb from that moment in your journey was that, that you realized that and you got out of that hole. And for you, Fire Nation, to to really analyze your current situation, the direction that you're heading in, are you digging a hole or you know, are you just persevering through some tough times which we're all going to face? You know, That's my biggest takeaway, Robert. What do you, in just one or two sentences, want Fire Nation to really absorb from that disaster, from that worst entrepreneurial moment that you experienced? Yeah, I'd like people to know that don't be too proud to admit that it just doesn't work. And once you realize that it's just not going to happen and it's not for you, don't be too proud about it. Just forget about it and move on to the next thing and put your energy into that. Life's too short. 
I love that. And, you know, there's a great book. I think it's the title is The Biggest Regrets of the Dying. And they say, you know, I wish my number one regret, and was, this was the vast majority, is that I had the courage to do what I wanted to do, not what I thought others would respect me for or expected me to do or wanted me to do, but what I in my heart, my heart of hearts, my intuition wanted. I wish I had listened to my own voice, my own calling. So Fire Nation, listen to yourself, please. And Robert, you know, let's shift now to a brighter side, to a story of flowers and rainbows, maybe, um, but an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that went on for you, Robert, at some point in your journey. And again, just like you took us there where you were just making those sales calls and you're struggling, take us to that moment that you had that aha moment and walk us through what it looks like to have an idea like that and even more importantly, to turning that idea into success. Well, this kind of follows on from that first story. And I was reading um, a blog from Gary Halbert. He, he's passed away now, which is quite sad, but he was one of the world's best copywriters. And he had this article um, about a hamburger stand. So he said, look, if you've got a hamburger stand and I've got a hamburger stand and we were going to be in competition with each other, I would be happy for you to have any advantage you wanted over me. But as long as I had a starving crowd, I would sell more hamburgers than you. And I reflected back on that and I reflected back on the video business that I ran and the DJ business when I first started when I was 16 and all the corporate jobs that I had. And I thought, you know what, like every time that I ran a business or I've worked in a business that's feeding a starving crowd where we're actually giving people what they already want, it's been a lot easier and it's been so much more successful and profitable. And every time where I've tried to shove something down their throat when they're not hungry for it, it's been hard. And I haven't enjoyed it. And that was a huge light bulb for me. And that's why I wrote my book, Feed a Starving Crowd, because I reflected back on all my experiences and it just made so much sense. And it was so perfect and so elegantly described by Gary Halbert. So that was a huge, huge, huge moment for me. And anything that I've done since then, I've always made sure that I'm actually giving people something that they already want and just serving them in, in the way that they want to be served rather than trying to impose new and creative and, and different things on them that they don't necessarily want to have. What are one or two things that you can share with Fire Nation to prove that concept, to prove that there is a starving crowd, to really you know, tr- make sure that that's in place before we put in that time, energy, and effort? What, one of my clients is one of the world's top nutritionists. And so she, um, she worked for seven years one-on-one with women, helping them with n- their nutrition issues. And so she wanted to kind of turn her books into online courses. And so I I worked with her on that and we did four product launches last year. The first one that we did, I said, look, can you tell me the top 10 challenges that women have with their diet that you can help them with? And so she listed them out one to 10. I said, out of these 10, can you rank them in order from most painful to least painful? So she ranked them from most painful to least painful. And sadly for me, I learned way too much about women that I didn't really need to learn. (laughs) Uh, but it was an interesting experience. And so we, we worked them out. And then out of those 10 um, problems, I said, can you give me a, a case study of each one of these 10 where someone's come to you and then you've been able to help them? So she gave me those 10. So I said, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run a webinar and we're going to pre-sell access to this course that comes out in two weeks' time. And the course is going to be your trainings on how you can help women overcome these 10 health challenges. She said, great. So I, I wrote up just a very, very basic webinar landing page. Um, we, I said, look, if you want to learn 
how to overcome these 10 challenges. If any of these apply to you, register for this webinar and we'll show you how to, how to resolve them. Now, we had the second most number of people ever on a webinar. What was that number? It was 7,991. Shut the front door. It was huge. And that was for a product that wasn't even created yet. And it was, you know, it was coming out in two weeks' time. And this was actually a sales webinar. It wasn't, like a, you know, it wasn't a, a teaching webinar. This is actually a webinar where we're launching a product for sale. So um, that was also a bit of a disaster as well because we had so <laughs> many people on the webinar, it crashed the webinar platform. Oh. Like these guys have never seen 8,000 people on a webinar before. They can't handle that kind of volume. Brutal. It was pretty brutal. And then they went to our website and they crashed the website because <laughs> I couldn't handle 8,000 people either. Well, real quick, let me break in here. What was the biggest traffic driver you used to get so many people to this webinar? We had almost exactly the same amount from Facebook advertising as from the internal list. Okay, so about, got it. Yeah, 3,900 from the internal list and 3,900 from Facebook ads. Cool. And to kind of bring that all back, that's ha- that was a starving crowd. Because we had so many people that were so keen for this information that they crashed our server. And then so obviously it made a lot of sense to go and develop that product and then to to offer that to the marketplace and sell it. And that was a hugely successful product launch for us. So Fire Nation, this is what I want you to be asking yourself. Is the business that you're currently in or you're getting into, are your perfect clients or your avatars, are they starving? Like are they absolutely just, you know going to go crash a webinar and crash a website. I mean, are they a starving audience? I love that phrase. And, you know, for me, Robert, when I was launching Entrepreneur on Fire, I didn't go about it the right way. I was the only person that I knew of that was starving for a seven-day-a-week podcast. I wasn't positive there were other people. I was lucky that there ended up being other people that wanted that seven-day-a-week podcast. But, you know, if I was to do it all over again, I would definitely prove that concept in a lot of these ways we're talking about Fire Nation. So if you're getting going, do that. Make sure that audience that you're going to serve is starving. And Robert, we're going to dive into what I call the 60 second questions. And you know, we have a lot to talk about today. So note, I will cut you off, my friend, if you start jabbering away, but you seem like a pretty concise guy, so I'm not worried about it. But I would love to know, ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Again, on an ideal day. Well, look, I wish I could say it was green smoothies and meditation and reading my goals. <laughs> um, the, the reality of it is I've got two young boys. You know, one's almost three and one's 18 months old. So it starts like a swift knee to the, to the chest when they jump on you in the morning. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> and it's normally me feeling sorry for myself that I didn't get enough sleep last night. So. <laughs> That's the brutal reality of it all, but I love them, you know, and I, I couldn't wish for any better starts to the day than for my kids to, to run up and wake up at, at five in the morning. Nothing better. Okay, so let's say they're staying at Graham's or wherever, and you do have, you know, let's just say 60 minutes to yourself in the morning. What would that look like? Look, what I would do is I would do some stretching, some yoga, I'd drink some green smoothies, I'd look over my goals, I'd plan out my day. But that's, that's an ideal world. I think I'm still a few years away from that happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a couple days ago, I actually interviewed the founder of Simple Green Smoothies. So go check that episode out, Robert. I'm sure that could uh, be the start to your green smoothie day, kids or no kids. And Robert, what's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur in your opinion? I would say it's my high grit score. Um, and what I mean by grit score is that 
you know, some researchers in the US did, did this research a while back and they found out that one of the traits of very, very successful entrepreneurs is that they're able to set extremely long-term goals for themselves and they're extremely determined to achieve them regardless of any obstacles that come along their way. And they can measure this by just asking you a couple of very simple questions and then out of that you get a grit score out of five. And so my, my grit score is very, very high. It's 4.5. And as I reflect back, it's the fact that I'm able to, no matter how hard the challenges seem in front of me, I'm able to overcome those challenges and make things work. Where could we find our grit score? Um, if you just go to Google and search grit score, and there's like there's the first result that comes up, it's just like a free little test that you can take. And it, yeah, it shows you what your grit score is out of five. G-R-I-T, grit. That's it. Got grit. it. So we're going to flip this, Robert. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I would actually think it's the same thing, having too high of a grit score. <laughs> <laughs> it's my biggest strength and my biggest weakness because as you know with that video business oh, yeah. I put five months of hard yards into it because I thought I can make this work you know I've, I've made everything work before this can you know this is only a little obstacle I can overcome this and if if my grit score wasn't quite as high I might have got three months into that business and said hang on this is not working <laughs> we've got to we've got to move but my grit score was just so determined to make this all happen um, that I overinvested too much time and effort and energy into that business where I should have pulled out a lot earlier. Mm. What's a habit that you wish that you had? I wish I exercised every day. I do it two times a week at the moment, and I really wish that I did it every day. Something about releasing those endorphins, getting that blood flowing. I mean, I treasure my 35-minute power walks in the morning. And yes, Fire Nation, a power walk is exercising. I asked my mentor, Sean Stevenson of the Model Health Show, who has a about a 20-teen a pack, Robert. I don't know if you've seen one of those, but it's just like he just has a six-pack times 20. It's pretty amazing. So yes, power walking, Fire Nation. If you can't, can't do anything else, get a power walk in there. And Robert, you have a lot of things going on. I mean, let me scroll back up to your intro here. I mean, lordy, lordy, three best-selling books, a reality TV show deal in Hollywood, featured extensively in the media, most people ever on a webinar. I mean, what is the one thing that has you most fired up right now? My biggest project right now, aside from the TV show, which is hugely exciting, but my biggest current project is my new online training course. Um, I'm so excited about this. I've spent six months building it. It's not one of those ones where you know someone spends a couple of hours in front of a webcam and, and that's their training course. This is a proper <laughs> deal. <laughs> and um, I've been able to share all of my insights that I've learned in, in all my experience in business and really helping people build a public personality and then to dominate internet marketing like I did for my nutritionist client just to get huge number of people onto training courses and webinars and things like that. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about launching that in a couple of weeks' time. And that's what I'm spending a lot of my focus on right now. Well, if you're launching in a couple of weeks, when this interview goes live, it will be live. So where can we find out more about it? You go to feedastarvingcrowd.com. That's my website. And it's all on there. Feedastarvingcrowd.com. And Robert, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? 
I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Back in the late 1900s, when weblogs began to appear, authors had little to say over how content was displayed. Full posts appeared in chronological order and blocked text beneath a banner with either a right or left sidebar. That was it. These days, you need to make every visit count. Your homepage is your point of contact with both first-time and repeat visitors, so you want it to be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Remember, your website visitors don't have a ton of patience. You only have a few seconds to hold their attention. Luckily, we have 99designs to help us make our sites both beautiful and user-friendly. 99designs is the world's largest marketplace for graphic design and gives you access to over 900,000 talented designers. So whether you're looking for an eye-catching website design, a sleek new banner ad, or icons to help you drive more traffic to your site, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Fire. Robert, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Can't wait. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? What was holding me back was the fear of being ridiculed by putting myself out there. You know, I felt that if I put myself out there in the public profile, that people would say that I've got no idea or I'm not worthy or I don't know enough. And that was a huge thing that held me back. What is the best advice you've ever received? 10 years ago, a life coach told me that every single day when you wake up, you need to make a decision to be excellent. Share one of your personal habits that you do have and that contributes to your success. Every single day, I post in my Facebook group for Feed a Starving Crowd. And just based on that alone, I've now got a community with thousands of members who are very, very loyal and are getting great value. And it's just growing exponentially without me having to do any advertising for it. Killer. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I've got a little screen. um, It's like a little screen capture tool called CloudUp. It's just the word cloud like in the sky and up. And what happens is when you take a screenshot, automatically uploads it to a server and it copies the URL to your clipboard. So you can just kind of paste that into an email message or to a Facebook post and it can show people that screenshot, which is just phenomenal because I do so much. I don't, know, I don't know why, but I do a lot of screenshotting about 10, 15 times a day and it just saves me a lot of time. I screenshot my face off. Does this CloudUp tool allow you to like write and put arrows anywhere or is it just a screenshot? It's just the screenshot, unfortunately. Mm. If, they, if they did that, I'd, I'd be a shareholder in the company. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Be Think and Grow Rich. 
And I, I still feel that in 75 years since that book was written, there is still no better book on motivation. I make it a commitment that every time somebody brings up the, the book, Think and Grow Rich, I ask them, have they read, or in this case, Robert, have you read the book, Outwitting the Devil? No. So Outwitting the Devil was also written by Napoleon Hill, but it was put in the vault for 70 years because they thought it was too controversial. But in 2011, the Napoleon Hill Foundation released the book Outwitting the Devil. It's amazing. It'll blow your mind if you like Think and Grow Rich. And I highly recommend Fire Nation and you, Robert, to check out the audio book of it because... They have like a James Earl Jones type voice for the devil, and it's unbelievable. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like Outwitting the Devil or They Can Grow Rich for free at eofirebook.com. And Robert, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would do what's worked for me before, and it's pre-selling online courses. So I'd build a new online course. I don't know what I'd call it. Maybe the best of Robert Curry. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd put together all of my best insights and, and knowledge and learnings into one place. And then I would use all the guerrilla marketing tactics that I knew to have a lot of people register without having to spend more than $500 in advertising. And from that, I would work out if there was a starving crowd for, for the best of Robert Curry or not. Uh, hopefully, there would be that people want to learn from what I've learned so far. And um, from there, I just keep growing the business and then growing it and growing it and then adjusting and pivoting where I need to. Robert, let's end today on fire. With you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. To move to a new level, you need to become a new person. And that's been a guiding principle that served me extremely well over the last couple of years. Um, you know, to make this new TV show, to break the world record on a webinar, I had to completely change my mindset and become essentially a new person and a better, better person than I was before. So that's one parting piece of advice. And to connect with me, feel free to come to our website, feedastarvingcrowd.com, and you can join our Facebook group, which is free to join as well, which is just Feed a Starving Crowd on Facebook. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Robert and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Robert in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Robert, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me. Struggling to keep your projects and your team organized, lots of moving pieces, ever-evolving due dates, and so many email updates. Ah, good news, Fire Nation. Trello is the app that lets you organize anything with anyone. Whether you're trying to get your team on the same page, streamline your next big project, or plan your next family vacation, Trello can help. Check out Trello for free today by visiting trello.com slash fire. That's trello.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. 
Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. With 15 videos in 15 days, I'll have you podcasting like a pro. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite.